Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 155 of this Daily Study Podcast. Before we begin with our study for this week, can I please remind you, if you are able to spare just a few minutes, to leave a, a good review uh, for this podcast on your social, no, no, social media, I guess, but actually I mean the, the podcasting platform that you listen to this as well. It really helped get the podcast out to share more of the discussion and to get more people sharing their thoughts on what they're studying as well. So thank you for that. Today we're going to begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, uh, covering Doctrine and Covenants 60 to 62, and this is in May the 31st to the June the 6th section. Now, um, this is a very interesting, I have to say, uh, section uh, within the uh, Come Follow Me materials. Um, we'll be talking about rivers and waters and um, preaching by the way and, and all sorts. Um, and so as we begin, let's focus on section 60 and the background behind it. To be honest, it's probably the section which has the least background. It's perhaps just the concluding part of what we've been talking about the last week or so about the, uh, the elders arriving in Missouri. Um, remembering that um, they've arrived and the people in Missouri are generally not happy to receive them. Um, they think that these these Mormons are a bit um, weird and that they have come into their place where they live and are saying that this is the Holy Land for them, that this is their, their new Jerusalem, their Zion. Um, now, of course, at this stage, it's not particularly um, dangerous or um, treacherous for the saints because... Um, they're a small group at this point and the people just think that these bizarre people that have come into their land. Of course, we see some of the violence escalate over the next couple of years because, of course, people start coming more in their in their masses and it starts to um, impose a much more dangerous threat from their eyes uh, to the locals um, because this group becomes more and more part of the percentage of the population. But at this stage... Um, it says in the in the Joseph Smith papers uh, analysis of this section, quote, um, these elders had reached Missouri from in mid to late July and participated in the dedication of the land for the building of the city of Zion, the dedication of a, of a temple site and a conference with Joseph Smith and other leaders. Finding but little or no business for us to accomplish once this work was done, Ezra Booth wrote, most of us became anxious to return home. A later Joseph Smith history recounts that the elders inquired of Joseph Smith what they were to do, and this revelation was the response, close quote. So basically, um, they, they dedicate the land, they put down the site for the temple, they have a conference, which is what they were commanded to do. Um, and then um, Ezra Booth, along with other elders of the church, say, right, well, we've done that now. Can we, can we go back home? Um, this Ezra Booth character is going to be a particularly interesting one and not in a good way uh, for the history of the church as we, as we move forward over the next few weeks. Um, you could say that he is probably the first dissenter or the, or the first uh, individual who leaves the church, but not only leaves the church, but becomes an active um, opponent against it with the view of, you know, I've been inside this machine, I've been inside this, um, this group, and I've seen, you know, how uninspired these people are. Uh, and so this will be a particularly interesting character to follow as we move through. But in section 60, uh, let's focus on that. Um, we have some important points that are made, obviously specifically to these elders uh, of the church, but also can be applied into our lives. Uh, in Doctrine and Covenants section 60, uh, we find that the Lord is not pleased with some of the individuals. Um, 
In verse 1, it says, Behold, thus saith the Lord unto the elders of his church, who are to return speedily to the land from whence they came. Behold, it pleaseth me that you have come up hither. But with some I am not well pleased, for they will not open their mouths, but they hide the talent which I have given unto them, because of the fear of man. Woe unto such, for mine anger is kindled against them. There is um, an, int- an important message here that... And we're going to find in the in this particular section of the of the come follow me materials that there is a lot of discussion from the Lord about how a journey is being taken or has to be taken, but it's not so much getting to the destination that's important that's important, but it's what you do along the way. And we're going to find that um, the first of all here he is not happy with some of them because they kind of rushed and they didn't preach or they didn't use their talents as much as they could have to to have blessed the lives of others along the way. Um, and also, um, we'll find that tomorrow when we, when we go when we talk about this river journey that they take as well. Um, and in section sixty-two, when we meet some of the elders who were also commanded to go to Zion, and they were also commanded to preach by the way, and they didn't even get to Zion before they were before these this group left Zion because they really took that um, that commandment to preach by the by the way to heart. Uh, I mean, Joseph and Signy were told to go straight to Zion to make those preparations, but there were some perhaps who didn't preach along the way as they should have as they went along after them. Um, and so we we find that the Lord is not impressed with some of these people. Um, President Dallin H. Oaks said this, quote, There has never been a greater need for us to profess our faith privately and publicly. Though some profess atheism, there are many who are open to additional truths about God. To these sincere seekers, we need to affirm the existence of God, the Eternal Father, the divine mission of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, and the reality of the restoration. We must be valiant in our testimony of Jesus. Each of us has many opportunities to proclaim our spiritual convictions to friends and neighbours, to fellow workers, and to casual acquaintances. We should use these opportunities to express our love for the Saviour, our witness of his divine mission, and our determination to serve him. Our children should also hear us bear our testimonies frequently. We should also strengthen our children by encouraging them to define themselves by their growing testimonies, not just by their recognitions in scholarship, sports and other school activities. Close quote. The blessings of the gospel are prevalent in our lives. Um, I, I presume those listening to this podcast would agree. Um, and so we need to, to teach that and to testify of that. And how many of us have missed opportunities or, you know, not even just miss the opportunity but just not even recognize them because we're not in that mindset of sharing that um got that testimony and preaching as it were by the way um you know i, I can think of a, of a number of occasions where i perhaps have not shared as much as i could have or or testified as clearly and, and as with much as with as much clarity as i could have about my faith in christ and his role in my life uh, and i th- you know i i don't want to do that i want to try and have that uh, strength and that for insight and ability to see the opportunities to testify of this. Um, but of course, you know, we need to be looking out for those uh, and, and be ready for them and maybe pray for them. You know, I, I've shared a few times with other people about how when I was in my teenage years, uh, we had a lesson and a, a direct invitation to pray for missionary opportunities. And it was kind of around the time that I was, my testimony was, was kind of developing that uh, I'd prayed about the Book of Mormon, I'd felt of its truthfulness. And so because of that, I thought, well, I need to act on that. I need to testify of it. I need to share it more. And so I got on my knees and I prayed. The next day, about three opportunities at school I had to share my testimony. 
And honestly, it spooked me. I didn't pray about for it for, for a little while afterwards uh, because it worked, frankly. Uh, and so with, if we have that sincere desire to act, you know, and we pray for it, it will happen. Um, and, you know, I, I haven't prayed for him as, as much as I could have probably recently. I mean, obviously, I've had personal circumstances going on, but um, even before that, I probably wasn't praying for these opportunities as often as I should. And I think the pandemic has made us struggle a bit more with that, perhaps. But in some ways, the pandemic has opened up new ways that we can share that gospel or share that testimony with those that we know. And we can start off easy. We can share with those people that we that we meet in church. We can share it with them to begin with. Um, but then, you know, have that that desire to share with those that need that gospel in their lives. Let's not um, be um, reluctant and and be willing to hide our talents, because we won't. We as we as with the parable of the talents, it won't develop. We won't build upon them and receive those blessings for it. And in verse three, it says, "And it shall come to pass if they are not more faithful unto me, it shall be taken away even that which they have." And what's interesting, I mean, I'll talk more about the context, uh, um, about what happens when, the, when these elders return home later. But Ezra Booth is noted as, as an individual that rushes back, basically, even after this Doctrine and Covenant section 60 is given, um, or this revelation, as it was known then, was given. Um, he doesn't take his time to preach by the way and develop his talents. He rushes back home, along with others as well. But he is one that is noted as, as rushing back. And then we, and then we'll find out later, kind of his um, development in his testimony, or or loss of development of his testimony, of the of the restoration. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast. We'll continue to um, listen, um, we'll finish our study of section sixty tomorrow, and then move on to section sixty one the next day. So thank you for your time, and, and, and until we meet again. <laughs>